Life is for living. Feel to your fullest. Challenge the challengers. Carve out your place. Faithful to friends. Relentless to foes. Loving to kiss. Fulfilling your word. The Gaming Grunts present the Colomar Campaign for HeroQuest 2 by Little Design Publications. Alright, episode uh, 9 of the Colomar Campaign. Last time you made your way out of Bullholm, you accepted Killer Branduin's hand of friendship. Uh, so you both presented the Hands of Hofstering back to uh, Ernel Silva. You received the second impossible task, which is to recover the sword Wrath, from, of, uh, which was the weapon of Indroder Greydog. And you think it's likely held somewhere in the Upland Marsh. Uh, you came back home to Old Man Village and Senesa's stead, visited the king, the tribal king, and seemed to pacify him for the moment. So, it is um, pretty much now the start of the harvest season, earth season. So, all of you have jobs to do um, at the, during this time. If you're not, even, if, even for a mobile trader, they're going to sort of ask you to participate in helping in the harvest, um, taking in the crops, uh, getting the animals ready for winter, well, for dark season and storm season, for, for the cold times. Uh, the hunter will be asked to go out and hunt some more, and again, if not, then help do chores uh, around there. So um, this is one of the times where now, where now your clan resources can change. So the way that works is it'll be a morale check against your the average of all of the resources. So the, if I, I already did this. I just did this. The average of your resources is a 21, or actually it's 22, 22. Uh, which works out to a two mastery, and it is a test of morale against that average. And so depending on how how good or bad you pass it, um, that will affect your wealth. So this is kind of abstracting how good was the harvest over the whole of Earth season. So the question is, who wants to make that roll of the 18 morale against the two mastery that I'll make? <laughs> We have a volunteer, Ardraft. Okay, so 18 is your is your roll. It's my, my goal, too. <laughs> two. Two. That's pretty nice. good, right? And I rolled an eight. Okay, so it's a success. Uh, actually, sorry, mine's a failure, which bumps to a success. Two versus eight, so the two is a, is a victory for uh, you folks. How you solid know. of a victory. It's, a, it's considered a marginal victory because it's, it's two successes and the low... Uh, the low, uh, the lower roll wins. So on a marginal victory, okay. So there actually is no fluctuation. So it was an, it was a completely, or it will be a completely average harvest. So there will be no fluctuation in your wealth, the clan's wealth resource. So good. That was a good roll to make. So we got nothing out of it except to keep our uh, stats the same. Right. Okay. If you had succeeded better, like if it had been a critical versus, oh. versus my success, or uh, if it had been a failure, then yes, your wealth could have dropped down. I mean, it's already a nine mastery. It's not going to, okay. you know, it would have gone down, at worst, down to a six mastery. Okay. You guys are a rich clan. <laughs> you know. 
So also during Earth season, you hear you, there are, despite all the uh, work that's going on, there are uh, people who travel and, and mess, you know, messengers and news and whatnot. So there are two bits of, actually there's a couple bits of news that are of particular interest to you folks. Uh, the first one, well, maybe not particularly just of interest. The first one is that in an area, so down in Shortland, which so you guys are way up here in Sartar, down in Shortland, there is a war going on now between two kings. Um, the first is King Brian of Whitewall, which is right there. And this, uh, he is a very powerful Orlanthi magician. He claims to be the heir of King Vincot, which is one of your ancestors from way, way, way back. So he's claiming a very ancient lineage. Uh, the other king that is uh, involved in this war is named Rickard the Tigerhearted, and he is said to be foreign, it's not exactly where, and he is also said to be served by soulless atheist sorcerers. So there's a war going on in this area between these two kings, one who claims to be uh, basically a good Orlanthi, and the other who appears to be a foreigner uh, served by sorcerers. So that's the first major piece of news that you hear. What was the first guy's name? Brian, B-R-O-Y-A-N. All right, where is this other tribe? I knew I... Okay, the second bit of news that comes by is that... Um, There is a the, there's a tribe called the Dundalos, which I cannot find on my map right now where exactly they are. I will find it eventually. Um, and they have raised themselves up in rebellion against the Lunars. The story that you hear is that um, one of the Lunar tax collectors who comes by every year to, to uh, uh, acquire tribute from you um, has raped the daughter of the tribal king, the Dundalos king. Her name was uh, Hera Denora. And so in revenge, the Dundalos tribesmen uh, basically killed every lunar that they could find in their tribal lands. And they are um, pretty much holed up in their tribal center. Oh, ah, is there a better map? Ah, okay. So, okay, so way to the south. So actually, sort of in the direction of Fjordland from you. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> that map that prints it out. Yeah. Do we have any affiliation with the Danelis? No, not really. Uh, they are, so they are all holed up in their tribal center, um, which is uh, less than a day away from the Great Orlanth Temple of Old Wind. So there's a there is a very old Orlanthi temple nearby, which they are they're not holding up in the temple. They're holding up nearby. 
So the hope is that the Dandelos will weather the reprisals and then try to negotiate a settlement. So who knows how successful that will be. Wait, so the Dandelos retaliated because the king's daughter was raped. By a tax collector, yes. And they retaliated by killing all the lunars in the area, and now they're trying to backpedal and, and reach a settlement with the lunars? Uh, no, they know that they know that the lunars are now going to come after them. So now that they're so like, they oh, want, we just we just murdered your guys. Now we want peace. No, well, no, it's more like it's more like. Uh, so we kill all the lunars. They'll come after us. We're holed up in a very very strong place, so they won't be able to succeed. And once once we stop their assault, then they'll back off because they can't defeat us. They, they'll see that they can't defeat us, and so they will not be as angry anymore. But they didn't catch the guy, the, the guy who did the actual raping? No, they killed him. Oh, they killed him. Oh, okay. They strung him up. Oh. <laughs> and then they killed every other lunar in their tribal lands. Oh. So, yeah, they got him. I sort of like these dumb day lists. Well, one might make an argument for proportional response. <laughs> oh, well, raping, I, the, raping the tribal king, tribal king's daughter is a pretty bad thing. <laughs> Yes, but you know there there work at a lunars as well. There's guys who just showed up in the army because they you know wanted to feed their starving nephew or whatever. They didn't sign up for that. <laughs> they should know who they're aligned with. These corrupt tax collectors. The third major bit of news that you hear as uh, you going into the harvest is that uh, there is a a very, very big... Uh, so there's a city that you haven't gone through called Wilmskirk. It, it was on the southern route. If you'd, if you'd either gone to or come from Boldholm around the south, you would have passed through Wilmskirk. And um, there is apparently a very, very big lunar army camp being built there. Thousands of lunar soldiers gathered there, residing in tents and hastily built wooden halls. So... That is kind of in the direction of the Dundalos. It's actually in the Bal- it's actually in the Balmere tribal lands. It's actually not not if you look on the back of your cl- uh, clan ma- uh, clan uh, sheet that map there. So the Dundalos is way in the is at the bottom right, and then just over two uh, two clans to the left. Sorry, two tribes to the left. There's Wilmskirk and the Balmere tribe. On the other hand, that is that's actually fairly also equidistant from the Dundalos and from White Walls, so perhaps they are passing there. Go there. Hmm. Some interesting developments. Yes. Tell me something. Mm-hmm. Um, could do we have the ability to Recruit allies. Uh, yes. For what purpose? Well, um, you know, I'm kind of projecting forward to the adventure to the Black Marsh, and there's some, a lot of danger there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, perhaps if we, I'm just thinking, if we could perform a deed to maybe gain some allies, we could walk into the Black Marsh with some support. I don't know. I'm just kind of asking what kind of flexibility we have to bring in. Uh, 
what, I guess, would they be NPCs, or what would you call them? Uh, well, I mean, if, if you think that you're going to need support and you want to, well, so this is kind of in, in met, kind of metagaming now, and out of, so out of character mode, if you want to kind of build, you know, create a, a backup character, sort of a secondary character that you would not normally play, but that you want to have around, I would be okay with doing that. Mm. Interesting. Or would it somehow increase our resources somehow? Your clan resources? No. But it would mean that there are more of you to presumably fight whatever you're going to have to encounter. Oh, I meant like, um, say, say we happen to help the Dundalus tribe or whatever, would they... Oh, yeah. Then they? Yeah, I mean, you, we would, you'd note that on your on the clan sheet. And, and yes, if, um, uh, if you needed to call in the favor, okay. then you could do that, sure. There's um, there's also the the more good aligned or, or lanthi uh, tribe. One of the kings that's that, that's in battle, Broyan, has some magic abilities. And if we're going to the Black Marsh, where there's a lot of sorcery and magic stuff going on, um, there might be a potential ally there that could help us get out some sticky magical situations. We don't have a lot of sorcerers in our crew. What is it about going up against an army of zombies single-handedly that you're so opposed to? Um, <laughs> the brain eating, really. <laughs> I like my brain. <laughs> um, so, one of the uh, another thing that happens while all uh, so all the harvest is going on, you know, mowing, uh, harvesting crops, gathering, stacking, threshing, winnowing. Uh, pulling vegetables, mowing hay, stubble, uh, grazing stubble. Um, so a person comes to your stead. Um, he is definitely Sardarite. Um, his tribal markings are of the Cincina tribe, which is up to the north, just to the northeast of you. And uh, he says he's looking for a fellow named Ulfred. That would be me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tell him I'm Alfred. Yeah. Oh, very pleased to meet you. Uh, my name is Alehelm. They call me Alehelm the Quick. You, you would be Alfred? Uh, yes, I am. I see. Uh, well, it, it pains me to have to do this, old fellow, but uh, I have to challenge you to a duel. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <He's deeply> <laughs> well, it... Uh, it seems that uh, while you were in Bolhom a season ago, uh, you had uh, uh, relations with a particular individual, and well, I I'm here to uh, avenge that uh, insult. Is he a lunar? Oh, no, he's Sardar. Right. Oh, Sardar. Right. Oh, he, he's Orlanthi. He's got oh, okay. he's got Cincina tribe. tribe oh, yeah, yeah. Now he may be a sympathizer, but he's definitely at least native. He was he was born in Orlanthi. What relation do we have with that clan? I don't think you have uh, mm-hmm. any at the moment. Okay. Okay, I, I accept the duel. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so I'm afraid it does have to be a duel to the death. Are you still... Uh... <laughs> oh. uh, I, I, I admit, I did not say this initially, so I'm giving you a... I, I think it's only fair that I make sure that you are still uh, okay with it. Um... How strong does this character look? Um, well... How strong does he look? 
Um, I mean, he looks, you know, he looks, despite the the, the British affectation, he does look <laughs> fairly capable. I mean, I, you're right. He's not a. He's not like uh, you know. He's not like uh, uh, you know Hugh Laurie. <laughs> you know, he, he looks. He looks capable. He doesn't look particularly particularly strong. May I ask uh, why um, you're defending? Uh, wh- whose honor are you defending? Uh, well, uh, shouldn't really reveal the name of the lady involved, but I think you know who it. Uh, <laughs> He's had so many illicit affairs with uh, <laughs> higher up uh, ladies. <laughs> well, I'm confused. So uh, she uh, did, does that mean she, uh, he she told him, or I don't see how her honor was affected. Well, it's, I, I believe you insulted her honor by um, breach by a, a gross breach of hospitality and uh, well theft. I don't know. What she, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I understand that uh, you need to be discreet about these sort of things, but uh, between you and me, I think we understand uh, what we're talking about. But I understand that you need to, in front of your companions, you have to be... But uh, I, I, speaking outside the game, I'm, yes. I'm assuming he, he's, he's accusing uh, us of stealing the hands? He, uh, he's here to avenge the fact that you were boffing Estelle and basically stole... Something that was extraordinarily important from her, so she's getting her the, revenge the, the by hands? pardon the hands or yeah oh, okay so she's getting her revenge by oh, recruiting okay. more lovers. Oh, I see. To send after you. Okay. <laughs> I think as my character, I would accept the duel. Uh, okay. Yeah. Very good. Stick your cat on him. Um. Do you require a, a little time to repair? Do we, I mean, if you want, we could. Uh, no. Do it now. Sure. <laughs> Very good. Um, well, uh, are there I, any duels against duels or anything like that? No, the duels. Okay. Judicial duels are perfectly acceptable. Okay. I mean, this this is a. Is there any uh, um, recommended, or is there? Any, do we have to use certain weapons or anything like that? Uh, you use whatever weapon that you like. Okay. But uh, what skill? Try using be- his spine to give you an advantage. What, uh, what skill are you going to fight him with? Just out I mean, of curiosity. Uh, the thing is, my character is mostly with bow and arrow, so I don't know how I would deal with that, but I use a spear too, but... Okay. Yeah, I guess a spear. Okay. What's your skill in it? It's only 14. It's only 14. Yeah. Okay. Unless I can raise it right now. Uh, <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you spend a hero point right now if you want and raise that to 15. Okay. Sure. Fortunately, this guy is not that the most powerful in the world. If I beat him, can I make him my slave or something? <laughs> or my thrall? Yeah, resurrect him. <laughs> oh, he's a fight to the death. I forgot. Uh, well, you don't. I mean, oh, you I don't. Guess you don't. Ha- you can. don't have to kill him. Okay. He'll probably kill you, but you okay. don't have to kill him. <laughs> Not necessarily, but he, he probably would. But if he wins, he will probably kill him. I'm, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Where's your aliens in all this, by the way? I'm assuming I can't use the aliens since it's a dual one-on-one. Um, <laughs> sounds like we're getting into complicated dueling ethics. <laughs> you know, his cat loves him. 
Technically, uh, well, turn this guy's face off because he has the opportunity. On the one hand, um, you, the terms exactly haven't been specified yet. Okay. On the other hand, it is supposed to be one on one. Okay. So it's your. Uh, so it is your choice. He's obviously by himself, and he's got a okay. sword. So it's pretty obvious what he's going to use. Okay. So. I don't plan to use my aliens. Okay. <coughs> that, would, that would probably be somewhat dishonorable to have yeah, him fight for you. Or with him. Okay. Uh, I will remind you that you can also, during the, during this extended contest, you can use one hero point one time to bump a roll. Okay. Okay. And probably... Only, only how do I know if it's... Well, you, can I well, ask you yeah, if yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, If it'll matter or not? Yes. Okay. I will certainly help okay. you tell you, okay. you, know, tell you when, it, when it will matter the better the most. So, okay. all right, he's a 16. You're a 15. Go ahead and roll it. Oh. I roll a 7. I roll a 16. Okay, so that is a failure versus a success. So that is a two points against you. Oh, how do I know how much health I have? Pardon? Or health? Or um, damage health is health is abstracted, and oh. it'll so it'll only really take effect, uh, or it'll only really matter once the duel is over. Okay. Okay. Second round. So he's uh, he's clearly experienced. I rolled a two. Oh man, eight. An eight. Okay, that's only a one point difference. Okay. Uh, okay, so that would take take you to three against you. Let's see. If you used it now, that would actually put two points on him. If if you used it now, but then you couldn't use any more. Mm. So you can go to three against you, or you can tie it up at two each if you use a hero point. Yeah, I'll, I'll use it. Okay. Because that bumps you to a critical. Okay. Critical versus success okay. is a two point. Okay. Game. Okay. 15 succeeded. 18. Okay, that's another two points against you. I rolled a 7. I rolled a 6. Okay, that's one point against him. A solid bow. Rolled a 19 and failed. 3. 3 and succeeded. Okay. Okay, so you have won the duel. So you okay. can so you have you have defeated him. You can choose now whether or not you actually want to kill him. He's basically he's basically, you know, he's down, he's stunned, he's he can't defend himself. You can choose whether or not you want to kill him or not. I will spare him. Okay, are you going to ask uh, or require anything or make you can make him promise anything? Is there anything that usually happens uh, in duels in this this type of game? Or, no, no, or I mean this in this kind of uh, ethics or society. Uh, no, sparing the, sparing your opponent is honorable. Um, you can certainly choose to, you know, ask him or require him to do something. It's uh, it's usually honored because of the choice is dying otherwise. Okay, well, I'll spare him and um, I'll tell him uh, his life is mine. I guess. <laughs> uh, okay, sort of a, like a life death type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is. Uh, he agrees. Okay. Uh, very well thought. I thought I, I thought I had you, but I appreciate it. You're a very honorable man. Okay. Can you go ahead and tell Ernal Silva not to send any more guys after you? <laughs> well, she can honor that or not. Or bake a cake. You could have had him bake a cake. He could have had cake. But he still controls it, so he can still send him back and be like, Ernal Silva, I need that kill. <laughs> you get all the ladies, you win all the battles, and then you take the high road here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you are at this point. So the, the you, we compare the results mm-hmm. after 
this kind of contest. So you are technically hurt, which is which is like a level of of injury. Okay. Sanessa, try to heal him. Fourteen? I rolled a fifteen. What was it? Fourteen. Fourteen? And I have a two W. Two mastery and healing? Okay, so you critical okay, you're plus one for healing warriors. Okay, so three mastery. So you failed, but the mastery bumps you to a success. Three is better than fifteen. So you're you're back. You're okay. Cool. <laughs> so Ulfred <laughs> defeats the first dueler. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> this little foreboding <laughs> that statement. What you need to do you is you need to defeat each herbs. one and then say, the next guy that comes after me, it's up to you to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, to take, take a hero point for winning the duel. Okay, cool. Nice. Cascading system of, of doors. Yeah. Once you get momentum. Wait, take, uh, get score yeah, point? Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 get a hero okay. point for that. Right, it's like he'll have to, you know, duel 73 successive people just to get into <laughs> Right, okay. Later, uh, a little bit later in the season, um, the lunar tax collector arrives and uh, says the annual tribute for this, the, this year's tribute for the Red Emperor is 100 cattle or its equivalent. This is much more than it was last year. How much more? Probably about Sin- half again as much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is... I have um, some particular trading skills that may come in handy here. Um, are they of use? No, this, this is a clan sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Um, so this is what's called a clan resource resource crisis contest. That clan sheet again. Contest. So, again, someone is going to need... Let's see. So this is, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, one second. You're gonna be at, you're gonna be at a minus six because this is a. Uh, okay. All right. So again, the, it's against the average. So it's your clan's wealth, which is nine mastery minus six. So it's a three mastery versus a two mastery. So the the three and the, the the masteries on each side cancel out. So it's a three versus a two. Right. Rolled seventeen. Rolled a ten. Okay. Uh, so that's a minor victory. Uh, sorry, a marginal victory. So, okay, so you have enough in the clan treasury to be able to handle this extra imposed tax. The tax collector says, um, so for next year's tribute, um, we are de- the Lunar Empire is declaring a duck hunt. So for every duck, um, if the proof for every proof of every duck that you have, um, killed, we will reduce the tribute. Duck or duck people? Yeah. D- yeah. Duck people. The, oh. Like the ones that you met at the at the Feast of Beasts. Why does okay. everyone hate the duck people so much? Because they're traitors. What, they are? Yes. Well, that's what the Lunars say. Yeah, we just think they're jerks, but I don't want them to go <laughs> kill them. Speak for yourself. I don't think I we should like kill the duck people, so don't we have to get through their land? Actually... I uh, slight so for every for every Durals clan brings dead so bring so dead or alive so it doesn't have to be doesn't have to be killed, but effectively but effectively you know that if you bring them to them alive they're go, they're not going to be that way for very much longer. So it is the end of Earth season. The harvest is completed. 
So your clan uh, succeeded in having enough resources to pay the tax and also continue to maintain its granaries. So it is now darkness season, so it is now cold. It's now colder and windier, and people don't usually like to travel. But now you're finally free to actually do stuff. This earth season bit was all administrative. You didn't have any chance to do anything. Um, Other than fight a duel. <laughs> have a solid harvest. Yeah. So we can ask around about uh, getting in and out of the marsh? Yes. Well, also, well, so on that note, I mean, there, with all the news that, that came in this, this harvest season, um, is there anything there that we maybe want to investigate? Would, would there be an advantage to getting involved in the War with Kings? Uh, would there be any advantage of aligning with the Dundalus tribe and helping them? Or is there any advantage in spying or infiltrating or whatever uh, Wilmskirk and what, what 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 is going on in Wolfskirk? The a lunar army is aggregating and building there. The army camp's being built. That looks like it's poised to strike the Dundalos tribe, right? Are they sitting like right north of them? They are sort of halfway between the Dundalos and Whitewall, where the war is going on. So they're there. Dundalos is there, and Whitewall. And Wilmskirk is where it's all building up. Yeah, Dundalos is not that far away. And there's the other war down here. Now the other war. Is is between Orlanthi, the Orlanthi Broyan, and who's Rigard the Tiger Hearted? He's a foreign. He's called a foreign adventurer. So do we do we know anything about him? If he's aligned with uh, any? Well, he's fighting a good Orlanthi, so he must be bad. Okay. About the marsh again. Well, okay. So there are there are as far as information sources or you know people that you can specifically talk to. Um, you could go to um, talk to the Lisme, to the the Lismelder tribe, who are right next to the marsh. So clearly they should know something about it. Um, there is a shrine of Indrodor's necklace, which is a Huma, a temple of uh, of uh, to the god Humat, who is the god of death. He's the one that's also most opposed to undead. So they might know something there. They might know more about the story of Indrodor Greydog. Since it's Who is this again? Indrodor Greydog is um, the mythical person whose sword we are going to fetch. Right. But who is the... Who is the... Huma? These other people? The, Huma? the, the Lismeller tribe. People, no, the, the one that you mentioned that, that were opposed oh, to... Oh, the Humak, Humak, H-U-M-A-K-T. Humak is the god of death. And they're opposed to undeath, obviously. And he's opposed to unli- yeah, undeath yeah. or unlife. There is also a very, very big library in the city of Johnstown, which, was, which you've passed through and it was on your way to and from Boldholm. There's a big library there that's run by the... Um, the cult of Lanker Mai, who is the god of knowledge. So they might know, well, they should know stuff about the Upland Marsh, Undead, maybe Indrota Grey Dog, too. This is Enel? Pardon? Enel, describe? Or what would? That's a clan, and the Enhil clan. 
That's one of your clans, actually. Um, is it actually one of your clans? Maybe. Uh, and then, of course, there are the ducks themselves at Duck Point. Right, so when we're in the Black Marsh... Upland Marsh. We, Upland Marsh, we could... Uh, we could always snatch a few duck people for the next year's harvest. Okay. I'm just saying, if we have so, so har- har- harvest, okay. harvest some ducks. Wait, do we want to kill Get them? A few beaks. <laughs> wouldn't they? Wouldn't they help us through the marsh though? Because they know all the secret like ways to get around without getting killed. Isn't that? They know. They know a lot about the marsh because that's. They don't live in the marsh, but they live next to it and near it. So clearly, they should. They know the. They should know the ins and outs. Maybe we can like. Say, hey, you know the Lunars are offering decreased taxes for your heads. Oh, they probably know. <laughs> so maybe we should, like, say, you know, we'll, uh, we won't, we'll, we'll try not, we'll protect you. We'll protect you. you give us, for now. If you give us safe passage. If you, yeah, if you tell, teach us the ways of the marsh. Mm. We're not going to pay any taxes next year. <laughs> hey, well, we can worry about that next year. Yeah. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Um, well, it sounds like we, we should go to either Lismelder or Enhill and talk to some people there about Black Marsh. I like Lismelder and the temple. The shrine? Okay. The, sh- the, the shrine of Humat? It's the shrine of Indroder's necklace, but it's the, they worship the god Humat, yes. Should we all go to one place, or should... I think we it's should... It's probably, probably yeah, best not to split the party. Yeah. So, where do you want to go first? Visit visit the Lesmelder King, go to the Shrine of Indroder's Necklace, go to the library, go to Duck Point. Talk to the ducks. Is the library in our It's not quite it's not in your way. Not in on the not on the way. The library is kind of unfortunately separate and kind of a different totally different direction than the other three. It's a long way to go just to read a few books. <laughs> Library, they keep it. I think we should go there first, or because where's we're going to have to go back to the library. Is in is in John's anyway. Yeah, so maybe we should uh, take yeah. the library yeah. first. Yeah, and then backtrack and come back. All right, and where's the biggest ball of twine? Because we want to see that. <laughs> well, we're on a road trip. You know, you got to see the sights. Well, yeah, we got to be careful, but. Aliens doesn't start playing around with this ball of wine and cause us a bunch of mishaps. <laughs> you know, if we're going to duel, I want some duck heads. Oh, if we mess with the biggest ball of twine, that's not a duel. That's a war. <laughs> that is all-out armed conflict. Um, what do you guys think? Library? Library. Well, yeah, we should probably start there. And okay. it's, all... it's out of the way, but let's beef awesome. up our knowledge. And okay. Get ready. You head to the library. Uh, right, so it's it, it's not fun to travel in darkness season because it's cold and damp and rainy and windy and not at all fun. But you manage to make it to Johnstown. What about that? It's not fun. Right, exactly. She'll just with her beard. So the the library at Johnstown, um, all all of the Lankermai libraries are built in the shape of the Truth Room. That's the that sort of letter Y. So it kind of looks something a little bit like this. It's two-story. That That's one arm. There's actually two behind there. It's kind of hard to see, but it is there. The chief sage of the temple 
or of the library, is a fellow that looks like this. It's a nice beard. All everybody there wears a beard. Love even it. even the women wear beards. Awesome. They tie it on. Oh, yeah, no, they don't grow it themselves. <laughs> and and actually, any some of the younger uh, boys, men, also have beards that they tie on. Um, his name is Minareth Purple. M I N A R Y T H. M I N A R Y T H. And then purple, the color purple. So he welcomes you to the library and uh, asks what uh, if there's what, what he can do to help. You're seeking information on the Upland Marsh. Ooh, the Upland Marsh. Uh, is there any particular reason for Delecti. desiring this knowledge? And Delecti, the necromancer as well. Delecti. Delecti. Ooh, very bad news. Uh, any particular reason? Um... That's reveal oh. the sword. I don't think, think so. I mean, uh, do we get a read off of this guy? Do we have a sense of whether he seems friendly or not? I, he's not. He's not overly friendly at the moment, but he's also not hostile. It just seems like it's kind of a oh. casual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh what, what, what do we? What do we know about that area and the, the clan and this, or our relationship with the, this clan or this Syria? Uh, this. Well, this is actually the Johnstown is in the Sincina tribe area. That's Sincina actually where that's actually where the dueling guy came. But, oh. but that's I mean, so then he should. Know, I mean, he's with us. He should, you know, tell he, he knows his way around the area. Who? Minor is purple. Like, no, the guy that uh, I mean, my 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 slave. He's <laughs> <laughs> just following you. He's not following you around. Oh, okay. He owes you a life left. debt. Yeah, oh, okay. he owes you a life debt, but then he left. <laughs> okay. Well, how do you get in contact with him? You need him to do something. You just whistle and okay. snap your fingers. Okay, never mind. I take that back. Okay, no problem. So, what? Any particular reason? For I don't think. I don't think uh, we have a. I don't think this. I don't see why we. I don't think we have a problem revealing. Yeah, right. We, we are all talking about the sword. Powerful artifacts. Powerful artifacts. You mm. say which one? The sword. The wrath. The sword of Hunter Grey Dog. Oh. You have chosen a very very difficult task. Wow. Why do you say that, sir? Well, everyone knows the about the Upland Marsh. Um, I, I read that little section about it uh, already. <laughs> I won't reread it. You asked about Delecti. So Delecti is a necromancer. He was born in... Uh, he lived in the Second Age of Glorantha. here in the Third Age right now. So he's been around for a while. Mm. Uh, he is a necromancer, which why uh, you know, so he has power over the dead yes, or the yes. undead. Uh, the necromancer cursed the marsh so that everything that dies there is doomed to rise again as a malignant walking corpse. Worse yet, a defeated walking dead will soon rise again and will only meet its final death if the head is severed from the body and the funeral rites are performed over the corpse, usually by burning the corpse in a pyre. Only Humakti are not subject to this curse, for the necromancer is powerless before the god of death. Powerless before the god of death. Yes, the Humati have powers to fight the undead. If I have a, if I like um, have a death rune, does that mean I have like extra ability to kill them? Um, if you were a worshiper of Humat and or you had uh, a, mas- a, a mastery level in the death rune, then yes, you would. 
Now there are some there uh, there are some who can um, temporarily achieve uh, not achieve who can temporarily have power over the undead to be able to fight them better. But you would need to go to their temple. Who? Some of the Humat. So, even if you don't worship Humat, sometimes you can get abilities to help you fight the undead. But you would need to go to their temple in or and convince them in order to let you share in that power. I guess that's our next stop. Mm-hmm. Now, there have been uh, expeditions into the marsh since the time of Indroder Grey Dog, but very few have returned. Uh, there are no stories of any expeditions returning that are not that were not guided by the Durals, the Duck, or led by the Humak cults. Uh, the most recent was the disastrous expedition of 1615, that's three years ago, where a legion of walking corpses beat off a duck-ferried Humakti assault on the Isle of the Dead. So the Humakti and the Ducks tried to assault the Isle of the Dead, and they were um, massacred by a legion of walking corpses. <laughs> were they working together to attack it? Oh, yes, absolutely. The, the Ducks also hate the undead. Was well, there any revealings about that attack that would help us in our... Uh, you could ask them. I... I know that it. I know that it was a disastrous failure, but I don't know all, all the details. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone living that has gone into the? Um, gone into the. Uh, anyone still living? Still oh. living. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and come back out. Uh, there, there. Yeah, there, there. Uh, certainly, there. There are most likely duck guides mm-hmm. who have gone into the marsh, ferrying passengers, mm-hmm. who then never returned. The passengers, that is. Yeah. And so the ducks would come back empty. Okay. So, yes. Um, but other than that, generally most people stay away from the upland marsh. Is there any other like funeral rite that we should know about besides burning the body? What if we can't, what if we can't make fire? Um, well, there are magical ways to make, to make fire. Stargun. Oh yeah, he's got the plate for hands. Yeah, right. so he could probably Make some fire. whistle up some fire. Okay, fire covered. Well, should we go to the Humak? Well, yeah, it sounds to me like we, we want to talk to the Humak mm-hmm. people to give us some, temple. Yeah. to equip us with some more abilities. And it sounds like we also are probably going to want to have the Dutch people uh, bury us. Yes, oh, I think they did bury us. Well, they may do that, too. <laughs> Although, actually, you probably won't be dead. You'll be undead. How long does it take once, the, once someone gets killed in the marsh to be, for them to become undead? Is it, like, instant, or does it take, you know, a night? Uh, no one really... Uh, I have no personal knowledge of that. I have heard stories that it takes a little while, because the, the necromancer, it takes time for him to convert you to turn a corpse into an undead. Are there healing spells that, that people can have to prevent one from turning into if you're hit then prevent uh, uh no it's if you're killed. If it's you're not it's not yeah it's not like if you're if you're bitten or scratched. Okay. No. You have to be killed. You have to be killed. Okay. Do healing spells from the undead? Do we know? Uh I do not know that. The Humakti might know. I would tend, uh, I would tend to think not. 
Oh well. That the only way to kill, the only way to harm them is to cut off their head. Reminds me of like Final Fantasy or something. <laughs> exactly. So if you cut off their head and, and don't and burn, burn the body, <clears throat> they can rise again. If the head is reattached slash brought near to it, yes. Okay. If you, uh, there are stories of of um, severing the head, keeping the head, and finding later that the body. Uh, and find that the the body has tried to um, reunite itself with the head. So the so the headless body will come after you. There have there have been several stories of that. Is it possible for the the undead to actually leave the marsh, or is it like restricted to the marsh area? They uh, occasionally there are stories of of not invasions but incursions of undead outside the marsh, but generally. It seems that the necromancer prefers to use other means, so he doesn't he doesn't need to go out looking for new corpses. They seem to come to him, mm. like you guys. Well, <laughs> so, and if we were to like lure undead out of the marsh, do they are they weakened by not being in the marsh, or is it just like? Um, not not <laughs> really. Uh, some some of the stronger or more powerful undead are affected by sunlight. Um, but uh, the normal walking corpses are not affected by normal sunlight. Vampires are. <laughs> as long as they don't sparkle. <laughs> Burn it. Are there any other questions I can help answer? I assume you are going to head to uh, uh, talk to the Humakti and the ducks? Yes. I think that's a wise move. All right. Should we thank the, um, the librarian that was supposed to give him anything? No, me too. Okay. But uh, if, you, if, you do, uh, if, you, <laughs> if you do survive, please do come back and tell me about it. I would <laughs> dearly love to hear uh, how, this, how, how you're... Yeah, I think that's fair. Thank you. Good luck. You want to be immortalized, right? He's going to write it down. Yeah, he will. Well, I'd rather be immortalized by him than by the the necromancer. (laughs) Where are you going next? Uh, We should go to the the temple of, I mean, the shrine of Androder's necklace. Androder's necklace? Okay. Uh, Make sure I'm going to Um, right, so you, uh, I, don't, I don't know exactly where the temple is in their lands, but you can find it. Um, so there are uh, a couple of, of, there are generally two or three priests that are always at the shrine. And uh, they are all very grim looking, they're all carrying swords, they're all, you know, looking very dour and, un- and unhappy. Well, not unhappy, unpleasant. You know, you show up at the shrine of the god of death, you expect a smile. I'm sorry, it's just... A little bit of levity. <laughs> it's like, can we help you? They're not being un... 
Well, in a way, they I guess they are being unfriendly, but but, it's, but they're not like being like it's, it's not yeah it's not like personal. It's yeah. just like general unfriendly all the time to everybody. That sounds like I fit in quite well here. <laughs> Can we ask for one of them to take some time to talk with us, like um, the librarian did? Yes. Seeking information about uh, the the marsh. You're planning to go into the marsh. We are. I see. Uh, okay, so at, so he, he this this fellow will tell you the story of how Indroder Grey Dog died because that's something you're going to want to to know. Uh, so Delecta, so Delecti the Necromancer rules the Upland Marsh and has ever feuded with death and life because they're unlife between the two. Long ago, Queen Lismelder and her brave thanes fought a doomed campaign against him, but when they failed, their corpses were compelled by evil sorcery to join Delecti's army. Necromancer sorcery. Indroder Greydog, the Humakti hero, avenged his queen. He was already famous for having fought against Mad Blood Malin and his sons. Indroder forced the Lismelder to make peace with the strange ducks and placed the tribe under the protection of the Dural, the ducks. He won the sword Wrath from the dwarf, who forged it to fight Nontrea, lord of the undead army, in the darkness. Wrath was already long famed for its ability to bring death to unlife. Armed with wrath, Indroder entered the upland marsh to find the hungry corpse of his queen. After seven years fighting against the unlife, Indroder managed to wound Delecti and later defeat Queen Lismelder's wife, her corpse. He burnt the queen's corpse at Cremation Isle, a place holy to Humacht in the marsh. Many years later, Indroder went back to the marsh, and with his duck guides, he sought Delecti himself in the Howling Tower. Indroder did not return, although his guides did. Many warriors have entered the marsh seeking wrath, but those few who have returned have never found it. Well, so now we know wrath is what we need to kill Delecti. <laughs> well, you're not, your task isn't to kill Delecti. But, well, your task there, is to retrieve we should, wrath. We should try to kill him if we're there, right? Yeah, I mean, we need to get it either way, and... He's probably going to be opposed to the plan where somebody else gains control of the weapon that can kill him. Call it a hunt. Yeah. It's not. It's probably not going to be guarded by a by a singing bird either. It's gonna be like over my <laughs> dead body kind of thing. Well, over my dead <laughs> body, and his dead body, and their dead bodies, <laughs> and all these dead bodies over here, which are trying to kill you now. <laughs> this fellow will also tell you about the Howling Tower. The Howling Tower is one of the easier marsh locations to find due to the constant howls and wails that emanate from within its confines. Stories from insane and crippled adventurers uh, abound about what inhabits the tower. Golden skeletons, an undead king, the hungry dead, and a mad alchemist are among the more popular ones about who lives inside this tower. The bronze gargoyle that adorns the Tarshite embassy in Boldholm is believed to have been salvaged by the only known expedition to return after partially exploring the tower over a hundred years ago. Is there any, like, a story or book written about that? Or did they log their expedition? It's been long enough ago that probably, well, certainly no one's still alive from that expedition. You go back to the library and ask them if they recorded that anywhere. So I'm 
sorry, which aisle was it where uh, Indroder um, burned his queen's white? He bought. He burnt the queen's corpse at Cremation Isle. Oh, Cremation. I must hate that place. Um, who do we speak to about getting some assistance in help the god of death helping us kill these zombies? Uh, well, more than just zombies, but uh, so um, so if you wish, you may spend a hero point and uh, acquire a one-use ability to help you fight the undead. So, for that. so spend a hero point, and then on your character sheet somewhere, put um, fight undead, and then put in parentheses after it one use. Just one use? Mm-hmm. Because That's you're not because you're not initiates of Humak. Oh. If you were to initiate to Humak, then you you would be able to sacrifice for that ability and be able to reuse it. Sacrifice. Spend a hero point. Oh. And it would be reusable. But since you none of you are initiates of Humak, it's one use. One use of fight. Uh, fight undead. Fight undead. And was that instantly kill how one undead? A bunch of them? Is it like an area thing? It's it's a uh, well in game in in the game terms it would be like one. Well, depend depending on how quickly things happen. It, it's it's basically to to it lets you use your abilities at normal skills rather than um, uh, at penalties, which you would be to fight undead. So last duration of the, the fights, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, I mean, it, again, in sort of in game terms, it lasts the duration of the scene. Okay. So for however long a scene is, however many combats that is. <laughs> okay. So like, if you if it was just one fight and then nothing happened, you know, no no combat continues after that, that probably would use it. But if it was like one fight, then the boss comes and you have to fight the boss, then I would, then it would extend for both. That's, a, that's only help they can give us in terms of fighting the undead? Yes. Okay. And the only way to become an initiate is to, to get up to mastery. In- you need to get to one yeah, one mastery in the death rune or the truth rune because Orlanth is also the god of... Uh, sorry, Humak is also the god of truth. But I don't think any... The only <laughs> Carol was the only person who actually had a character with one mastery in, in, a, in a rune. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, uh, well, good luck to you in your expedition in the marsh. Um, oh, I assume wait. you already have guides. One more question: How? Certainly. How? Uh, what's the best way to get the alliance of the duck people? Since we're kind of uh, not on good terms with them right now. You're not on good terms with them. Well, we're not. We're not on bad terms with them per se. Well, it's just one. We just yeah. We found some of them that really annoyed us. <laughs> it was just one. Um, well, you do know that there is a duck hunt, a duck hunt has been proclaimed. Uh, so, if you want to get on their good side, then clearly trying to do something about that would be probably perceived as a, uh, a good thing by them. Start a petition to end the duck hunt. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do a Kickstarter! (laughs) (laughs) To get enough tribute, so that way we don't need to do that as a part of the original, um, yeah, the, the duck hunt that we've got listed on our... That's his, yeah. Sheets. That's the current one, or is that... 
Uh, no, that would have been... Uh, there have been other duck hunts in the past. Uh, so traditionally, your clan has never joined in that. Okay. Right. So uh, we have good standing with them in that. Well, well, well I mean, histor- <laughs> you can, uh, historically, you can say, look, our clan never went duck hunting. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. That's nice. But 99% of the rest of, the, of you humans are going to be hunting us. So I see. we appreciate that you're not going to. But, but we have a common, common enemy in, in the... For, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can you can you can try using that argument. Okay. Yes. I think we need the the merchant around for these things. Might be a good idea. Yeah. It's probably not a bad place to end it either. All right. So you'll be heading over to Duck Point next. Yep. All right. Until next time.